everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday. It is February 6th. It's 2020. We have five basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Blender. Jordan Cooper, how are you doing, my friend? Good. Uh, uh, the trade deadline is over. We're not going to have a, a slate where, like, we have to worry about people like not appearing on the bench, right? I mean, it's it's over at this point. Yeah, we'll see. They have all those, like, uh, it's like baseball. They have those, like, waiver moves and I don't know. But I don't think we see anything crazy anymore. Well, that's good because this past slate was just, uh, you know, you weren't by your computer even after lock, like switching guys up and who's going to be on the Miami bench and who's not going to be on the team anymore. The Golden State guys are sitting out. So, uh, I mean, it prepares you for uh, – the last month of NBA season when that happens like every single day. But, uh, but I, I'm looking forward to the all-star. break. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the all-star break too, just because NASCAR starts. So, um, you know, it starts, it kicks off this weekend and there's five races next week. So um, I'm, I'm ready for the all-star break just because we're going to be doing a lot of NASCAR stuff here at Rotor Grinders. So, um, I wasn't going to even get into that, but we did announce today that if you are playing NASCAR this weekend for the Clash, the Bush Class, make sure you're checking out. We have a $9.99 weekly package, and we have the early bird special for $2.99. It's going to go up to $3.50 um, after the Daytona 500. So take advantage of it now. Uh, let's jump into this one. We got five games 7:30 start here today which i like these 7:30 starts um i usually like these like five six seven eight game slates too but this one is really going to be kind of news driven a little bit um orlando at new york no total in this game it's a back-to-back for orlando i would assume dj augustine still going to be out um he's not expected back until after the all-star break jonathan isaac he's still going to be out uh, Birch is dealing with a little bit of an injury as well, um, but he's expected, you know, to play. You know, so we'll have to kind of see how that plays out. But uh, it is a back-to-back, so we'll have to kind of watch that. And on the Knicks side of things, um, RJ Barrett is upgraded to questionable. Dotson is questionable, and Trier is doubtful. Um, let's start here with the Orlando Magic. Anything standing out to you for the Magic? I mean, I think you could play any of these guys for a ceiling at GPP. But I mean, Booch at eighty-two hundred on DraftKings. I think is efficiently priced. I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to play guys against the Knicks. Fournier, 5,600, he's going to be a bit shooting dependent. But, like, nothing dramatically stands out to me. Gordon could always put up a ceiling game. But uh, th- there's nothing really here that I'm, I'm, I'm really – that's really enticing to me that I have to have in my lineup. Yeah, I don't have to have Aaron Gordon, but he has been playing really well recently – um i watched a lot of the magic game against boston being a magic fan um i think aaron gordon has some upside you know fournier always has a ceiling i just hate shooters on back-to-backs i talk about this all the time um but yeah nothing really like popping like gotta have you know for the orlando magic for me i will say that Michael Carter Williams has been getting really strong um, second unit minutes um, off the bench here um, with DJ Augustine out and him playing, you know, so just kind of have to kind of watch this one. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. If he was like 3,400 on this five game slate, I think you could make an argument for him. 
he's still cheap enough that if you're playing large field tournaments, he's a guy that I would potentially have in my player pool, depending on how some of these injuries fall throughout the industry. Um, let's talk the Knicks side of things here. You know, obviously a lot on the Knicks side is going to be determined on RJ Barrett if he plays or not. Yeah, but it also matters on whether or not he's going to be on a minutes limit of some type. Because at 5,000, I don't mind playing him if he's going to play 30 minutes. But if not, then not all that appealing. Uh, I mean, Payton's priced up at 7,300 on DraftKings. Marcus Morris, who apparently what people were asking about around the league, and I don't know why, uh, 6,400. I mean, the Magic are not a good matchup. They're a slow team that played well defensively. So... Mitchell Robinson at 4,600. I mean, you could always always get five blocks and three steals or something. And Randall has a ceiling, obviously, at 8,300. But do I want to pay this price against the Magic? So, well, it's, it's I, I could target some of these players. It's these, these, This is one of the games where everyone's priced pretty efficiently and anyone can have a lucky game. Uh, nothing that I'm targeting. I think most of my lineups are when 7:30 lock hits. Uh, I'm gonna have an empty lineup. Yeah, um, I'm kind of with you. You know, I, I think, like I said, if Barrett sits, I think you can make an argument for Elf. But the price is just so high. It's just more of, you know, can do you want to play like the revenge narrative type of game? on a five game slate. Um, I probably don't, but I could see why people would. And his usage has been really high here recently. Like, you know, triple double last time out against Cleveland, you know, obviously much different matchup Cleveland and Orlando. Um, but like, I, I wouldn't hate, like if I'm playing large field tournaments, I wouldn't hate like taking a shot on him. Um, outside of that, I got nothing else here. Um, well, I, I also think that this is one of these slates that unless there's like, you know, significant news that there may not be screaming value. It may, it may be one of these slates where Michael Carter Williams ends up being 32% owned or something. I mean, it's one of these, these 4k type guys. And uh, I think it makes for great for GPPs because, you know, the value is going to be suspect. It's going to condense in certain places based on industry talk and, projection models that if everyone is more or less efficiently priced on five game slate, it's a perfect time to just go contrarian because if the prices are not going to be that dramatically different point for dollar wise, you might as well just play the lower own guy. Take a shot. Um, all right. We got New Orleans at Chicago, 231 and a half total here. Um, Pelicans favored by three and a half in this game. Darius Miller still out. Kendrick Williams out. Zion Williamson is questionable. Um, and on the Chicago side, Wendell Carter Jr. is out. Chris Dunn is out. Gafford is doubtful. Marketing is out. Porter is out. And Valentine is doubtful. Um, <laughs> it's the, right, it's the Bulls injury report. They just put everyone on it every day. Every day, but today there's a lot of um, a lot of question marks, a lot of doubtful guys. So um, let's start here with New Orleans. It sounds like Zion is going to play, um, but I don't think that like if this toe thing like is bothering him at all, they're not gonna they're not gonna push him, right? Well, I mean, it's a great matchup against the Bulls. I mean, I'd want to play him 
7,700 if they're going to play him 30-plus minutes. I mean, we've seen with the favors, like, traditionally it'd be like, yeah, the center against the Bulls, 5,000 given to me, but he's only been playing like 24 minutes. They've been playing Zion at the five a lot, and it's not like they have to go big against the Bulls. So, like, I would want to target the front court, so maybe it's someone like Brandon Ingram. You play him for a ceiling. I think you can play any of these guys for a ceiling, but like I've said before, I I think they're fairly efficiently priced, and feel free to choose which one it's going to be because I don't think you can play two of them together. Between Zion, Ingram, Holiday, Ball, I mean, any of them could put up 50 points. So I, I think in GBP, it's, type of, it's the type of thing where I'm grouping out and only playing one of these guys. But whichever one you choose, I mean, good luck guessing which one it is. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree with that. You know, just trying to figure out which one is the guy you want. Um, you know, for me, like, you know, Josh Hart has been a guy that's been playing really well recently, and he's doing it without scoring. He's kind of filling up the stat sheet here recently. Um off the bench too. And you know me, I'm team bench. I love bench guys that get the job done. So Josh Hart is a guy, depending on how this, how a lot of the value um, just goes today. I think Josh Hart is obviously a guy that we're going to be looking at. Um, You know, Lonzo ball, it's not the greatest matchup, but I I do think that, you know, with all these injuries, Chicago is going to be rolling out these guys a little bit extra minutes. So, I don't hate Lonzo here, but yeah, like I don't really love the Pelicans in this game outside of these big three. And like you said, I, I probably won't be playing them too much together. Yeah, I mean, I we I mean, we're gonna say this about every every game. I mean, yeah, this is not my pricing. favorite slate, <laughs> right? I mean, it's a five game slate. You're gonna have to play someone. I'm actually more more interested in the Chicago side of this game than anything else. Yeah, well, I think Chicago is going to be the team that we're going to get a ton of value from. Um, so let's go over to the Chicago side with all these guys out um, and the, some of these guys doubtful. We're just playing bodies here. Um, Chicago's not going to have a ton of guys like Zach Levine in this game. If this game stays close, he's going to play like 40 minutes. Um, he has a, a tremendous ceiling here. Um, Thaddeus Young, he's going to play a ton of minutes in this game just because they need bodies. Um, Sanarinsky, these guys, like, you know, Kobe White might be the best value play on the slate uh, because he's going to have to play 25 to 30 minutes against New Orleans at 3,800. Right. I mean, the main thing is here with Dunn out, that's 28 to 30 minutes out of the rotation. And it's going to go to guys like White. It's going to go to guys like Chandler Hutchinson, 4,300 on DraftKings. I mean, he's listed as questionable, but he's, I think he's probably He's play. supposed to play, yeah. Right. Sadoransky may get a couple extra minutes. So, like, I mean, it's not like I like playing Bulls, but on the context of this slate, I mean, what are the four, 4K level guys are you really going to be playing? And it's a, it's a pace-up spot against the Pelicans. So, uh, you know, I think people are going to reach for the, the, the cheaper guys, but that may even make Zach Levine even better of a GPP play on a five-game slate because if even more of the responsibility on the offense is going to go to him, like, people are not going to play. I mean, if, if you're playing Sadoransky or Hutchinson or White or something, you're probably not playing Levine with them. So it's more likely that Levine goes lower-owned with everyone kind of maybe gravitating to the suspect Bulls value that will be chalky, at least as of right now. Yeah, News comes around, and you never know. Everything gets thrown in the air. 
But right now, I think projection models are going to bump up some of these cheaper Bulls guys. I have a hard time. Like, I'm on salary tags on premium today, and I, I know I can already tell you that there's a good chance I'm going to be tagging, you know, multiple Bulls on this slate, you know, for value. So, obviously, like you said, you know, things can change. Um, but I, I think – I think we're going to be playing two to three Chicago Bulls today, and that that never sounds fun. But it no, is. No, it doesn't. I, maybe I take off. <laughs> but like you know, a, a guy like Archie who's thirty one hundred that nobody's probably going to play here. Like he's another guy you could you know throw into the mix that could play, you know, ten extra minutes. Will they give uh, Shaq Harrison some time? Uh, he hasn't uh, would, played. He hasn't played in a couple. Of, he played four minutes the last game. Maybe it's Jack Harrison Day. Yeah, I think it's Archie Day, but I could be wrong. But I think it's the Bulls. We all could be wrong. Yeah, I think it's anybody that's a body that can play. Um, <laughs> you can play today. You're in. How many minutes can you play? <laughs> um, all right, moving on. We got Philly at Milwaukee. Two twenty-seven total here. Milwaukee favored by nine. Josh Richardson is still out. Embiid is supposed to play, um, you know, in this game. So, um, and then on the Milwaukee side, everybody's good to go. Uh, let's start here with Philly. Uh, what do we like here for the 76ers? I think this game is going to be very, like, real-life basketball. Like, you'd want to watch it. But, I mean, obviously Milwaukee plays at a fast pace, but they're also the number one defensive team in the league. Philadelphia – is like one of the another defensive team. I mean, it's just a matter of like taking a shot on any of these guys. You could take a shot on Embiid, Simmons, Harris, Horford, uh, Shake Milton, even. I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, if you just were to analyze just the basketball element of it, uh, I'd be more inclined to take outside shooters against the Bucks. So guys like Harris, definitely not Simmons. Uh, but I think like Harris maybe or Milton Tybal Corkman's maybe off the bench or something, <laughs> something like that. Because you, I hear mean, the, you hear the hesitation in your voice. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, but, but we need value on this slate. I have no idea. It's just that uh, Milwaukee doesn't really give. I mean, they don't give up much points in the paint, and they don't give up much, many rebounds. So, like, how much of a ceiling does do guys like Embiid, Simmons, Horford have? I think I'm more inclined to just go for go for the for the outside shooters. It's not like I even want to play these guys against Milwaukee at these prices. But, I mean, Toby Harris, 6,600. I mean, we've seen him put up 50 points, so that, that ain't bad for that price. I, I think the guy I end up playing here is Embiid. Um, you know, when you're looking overall on the slate, like, you know, you have Whiteside, you have Vooch, you have Zion. Like, you have some center plays. But I, I think Embiid is a guy that, you know – just I have a hard time not playing a beat in this spot, but it's just more of he's ninety one hundred going against Milwaukee, and Milwaukee has always kind of struggled against big men with Brook Lopez as their center. So, like I think that Embiid has a really high ceiling in this game. Uh, put up fifty five fantasy points in the first meeting against this team earlier this season. So, I don't mind Embiid, and I don't think I'd play Ben Simmons and Embiid together. I think they just kind of limit each other's ceilings, but I wouldn't mind having a group where if I'm rolling, rolling out 150 teams that I play zero to one of those guys. 
No, no, I agree with you. I mean, I, I, I'd be interested in playing one of these Sixers, but probably not two together. <laughs> um, Milwaukee side of things, you know, Giannis is always a guy that's in play. You're going to have to decide, like, do you think he's going to play over 30 minutes if you think this game's going to stay close, which game should stay remotely close. Um, but, you you know, we haven't talked about it. We have, you know, Lillard. We have Harden potentially with no Westbrook. We have LeBron. We have Anthony Davis. Like, we have a ton of studs on the slate. That's why it's interesting to see how this value is going to open up. Right. And, I mean, Philadelphia, I mean, the way that they built their team was to beat the Bucks. So, looking at this, I mean, I think a good GPP swerve would be, instead of playing Giannis, you play, like, Middleton or Bledsoe or Wes Matthews or Dante DiVincenzo, one of the cheaper guys. Because, I mean, I mean, the, the – the impossibility of the slate is that the biggest news that we need to get is for the 10:30 game, <laughs> right? I mean, we. I yep. mean, I think maybe we'll know by by 5:30 Eastern if Westbrook is going to sit or not. But I mean, Westbrook doesn't sit. I mean, it's not like you can't play hard in any way. But I think I'd 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 like to leave myself optionality. I mean, the most appealing games in the slate. I actually we'll get to the next game, San Antonio Portland. I I almost think that's that may be the premier game on the slate from a fantasy perspective. So, like, do I want to take the slots up with the Bucks 76ers? It's probably not a game that I'll stack, but I could see playing one, uh, one of these guys. But could I tell you which one it is? No, because they're pretty much all efficiently priced. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I end up playing Giannis. Middleton's a guy that... Like if he gets hot, he he just he can have big games. He's been shooting the ball really well here recently. He's gone over forty fantasy points in five of the last six games. Raw points are going to matter on a five game slate. You don't have to have like eight x, nine x, you know, stuff like that. So I, I think a guy like Middleton's definitely in play. Um, you know, George Hill's supposed to be back. I just don't think that like he's a guy that I would end up playing over some of these other guys that we talked about. So. I don't mind Giannis. I like Middleton. I don't mind Bledsoe. Um, and then I don't mind the DiVincenzo call. Uh, but it's just his minutes are all over the place. But he's a guy that could get there in this spot. So, um, All right, moving on. We got San Antonio at Portland. 231 total here. Portland favored by three in this game. You know, really, Nurkic, Hood, Labassier, Collins um, are out as always, and Little is out as well um, for Portland. Let's start here with San Antonio. What are we looking at here for the Spurs? Is is Lamarcus Aldridge dust? Is he dust? Oh, that was so brutal the other night. <laughs> yeah, he was sixty two hundred. He still put up like fourteen fantasy points. What's up with that? But, I mean, uh, Portland, like, is horrible defensively. So, like, I don't mind playing any of these. I mean, I can play DeRozan for a ceiling at 7,900. Aldridge at 6,500. You take a shot with Deontay Murray and hope he plays the minutes at 5,100. You can even take a shot with guys like White and Forbes and Mills. You don't put them all in the same lineup, right? Lonnie Walker, I don't know, do something like that. But, I mean, I, th- I think the, the Spurs are priced down for a total that's 230-plus. And uh, I could I could definitely see one or two of these guys hitting a seven x score in this matchup. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going right back to the wall on the Marcus Aldridge. He burned me so bad the other night, but he looked gas. I don't know if you watched the game, but he looked gas in that game. Um, you know, this is one of those situations where, you know, you have to worry about it being a three on four. Um, and, and like, obviously that's something that is concerning, but you know, for me, I'm just, I'm 6,500 against Portland. Um, you know, I just – I have a hard time not playing the Marcus Aldridge against Car- Carmelo <laughs> Anthony. Like, um, unless, like – man, I really hope they start Podal with LaMarcus here and let Podal kind of play against Whiteside and, and you know, let LaMarcus play against Melo. That would be fantastic. If that, um, if that happens, is Pertle in play at 3,700? Um, I would think he's in play, but or Trey Lyles, but you wouldn't even know what the news is until I mean you're not going to get the starting lineup. For like yeah, they could use two Lyles and a half hours too. at the lock. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Outside of that, though, like I agree with you on DeRozan. I think he's very much in play here. Dejounte Murray's minutes are kind of all over the place still. Um, uh, he's just not a guy that I'm going to play on a slate like this. I'd rather take like a shot on like a Forbes or a Mills or somebody. Probably wouldn't play those guys together, but just taking a like a random shot on one of those guys instead of a guy that's kind of capped at twenty five minutes and a little bit more expensive. So, um, on the Portland side of things, you know, Lillard, I played him a ton the other night against Denver. Took twenty three shots, had a terrible shooting night that whole game. Portland just played terrible that whole game. I don't mind going right back to the well on Damian Lillard after he kind of burned people the other night. Okay, I'll have zero of them. That's fine. 10,000, get out of here. We have a large enough sample size to know that he's not a 10K player. I have no problem playing C.J. McCollum at 6,700. I have no problem playing Mello at 5,700. Because, hey, LaMarcus Aldridge and Carmelo, like, it's, it's, Aldridge is not a good defender anymore. So, like, it's, it's still – Mello has a good matchup also. I'd rather take a shot in a Reezer, Trent Jr. I'm not paying 10K for Lillard. He's an $8,400 player on DraftKings. That's about it. In a, in a decent matchup, maybe maybe 9000 But, yes, he's on a run. And, I mean, the last game he didn't do it. But, you know, I'm just hoping recency bias keeps people on him for ten k. Like, I'll play Whiteside at 8000 I have no problem with that. I, I, hey, if it burns me, it burns me. On a, on a slate with, like, no value, why am I paying a premium for Lillard? I'll, 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 I, I'm not even entertaining the notion of playing. <laughs> Famous last words. Um, <laughs> hey, if he beats me, fine, but he'll beat me at 10K. Go, have, have fun. Try to try to get 65 points and beat me. Go go for it. <laughs> he, he's going to put up 75 now. Okay, uh, then I lose. So what's wrong with that? That's why we You might still night. not lose, though, at his price, depending on what happens. Oh, so. no, it's a five-game slate. If he puts up 75, I'm, I'm not winning a GPP with, without Lillard in it. I was trying to help you out, but you're probably right. You don't have um, to help me out. I know I'm going to lose. if he put, Hey, if he starts shooting shots by, by, before the half-court line and I see that <laughs> three of them are going, I just close my laptop at that point. Okay, don't even wait. <laughs> don't even wait for the Rockets-Lakers game. Um, <laughs> I, I like uh, – if you're not playing Lillard, I do like um, McCollum, Whiteside, and Mello. Again, I don't hate Trevor Reza here. Um they got blown out the other night against Denver. They kind of blew out Utah the game before that. But Ariza is going to play minutes, um, you know, especially with little out here. So Trevor Ariza at 4,300, I think he's one of the 
safer value plays on this slate. Um, and that's so weird to say, but another guy that if you're playing large field tournaments, you could take a sp- shot on Swagman. Um, if, if with little outs, um, assuming that all these other guys stay out for Portland, they don't have their injury report submitted the night before. This could be a spot that like Swagman plays 20 minutes at 3,300 and he could easily average a fantasy point per minute in this matchup. Sure. But I mean, if he's going to be chalky, this is the type of slate. If you find some of these guys that are going to come in at 20, 25% ownership, just like with Deontay Murray on the other side, like with Murray's minutes all, all in flux, if he turns out to be chalky, play the other guys. But if he turns out to be not chalky, then play him. So I, that's how I'm viewing a lot of this, this suspect value. Cause there is none. Like we, we've already gone through four games and outside of like, Kobe White, I mean, we're talking about bulls off the bench as like the best value plays. So, you know, feel free to not go with the herd and play 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 whatever you want. Play a reason instead. Play Trent Jr. Who knows? I mean, we're, the the range of outcomes between these this level player is going to be so wide. You might as well not be on the truck, especially in GPP. All right, uh, to finish this off here, we got Houston at L.A. taking on the Lakers. No total in this game, and a lot of that has to do with Russell Westbrook being questionable. Um, assuming that these guys that Houston traded for, and guys, I mean Covington, uh, won't be available in this game. They are going to be available. They will be available? I just saw, I just saw a tweet. Uh, verified, with deal done, Robert Covington and Jordan Bell expected to be with Rockets and available to play tomorrow, source said. All right, but they're not, he's even not in the, the player, player pool. So right, you can't even matter. play him. You can play um, Clint Capella and just hope you get the the Hawks points from the next game. <laughs> um, let's start here with Houston. If Westbrook doesn't play, like it's just it's two to three Houston players again. Well, I mean, they priced them up on DraftKings, so I mean. I mean, they're not like slam dunks or anything like that. But remember, if Covington's going to play, he's going to take minutes away from guys like House. Guys like, I mean, Tucker, they priced up to 6,200. But, I mean, he is the de facto center now. He's going to be up against against JaVale McGee, Anthony Davis, and 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 Dwight Howard. I okay, I guess so. I guess if he could handle Gobert, he's fine. But I mean, I'd be if Westbrook's out, I'd be more just in guys like Gordon or Macklemore, Rivers, those types of players. But I mean, they priced them up a little bit also, and the Lakers have a good defense. I mean, they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. So to me, if Westbrook's in, like I may not have a single Rocket player because I mean, Covington is going to take up minutes, and if Westbrook's out, I may be Harden at twelve four, and maybe maybe one of the cheaper guys. But I mean, just like I've been saying the whole slate, like. I don't like anything on this. I don't, I don't. I don't like any play. There's no plays that I like. You know, other than not playing Lillard. There's no. There's no plays that I that I, that I'm comfortable with, which makes the yeah. great GPPs. But you're just not going to be confident in any lineup you make. A lot of that could change throughout the day too. Um, you know, so make sure you're paying attention to premium Discord because a lot of that can change. I think if Covington plays and Westbrook sits, I think Macklemore is the guy that takes the hit. Um, I don't think it's going to be Daniel House for what it's worth. But I could be wrong. Um, you know, man, I have a tough time not still liking these guys if Westbrook doesn't play. But, yeah. But you played Daniel House at 6,000. 
Easy. You click the little green button. Oh, next I to don't want to do that. I, I, <laughs> Play whoever you want. Yeah, I mean, you can. Sure. I mean, I know you can. But also realize you're going to have to build these lineups. You may not know if Westbrook's out. So if Westbrook's in, do you want to pay 6000 for a house if Westbrook is in? Nope. No. So you're going to be ending up switching over. What, what other players are you're going to be going over and playing, you know, leaving money on and playing Kyle Kuzma or something, right? <laughs> Which Hopefully we get the, the Westbrook world. news early in the day. Well, who says we are? I'm just going from the opinion that uh, maybe maybe we don't get it. So plan accordingly. Yo, yeah, I agree on that aspect. Um, on the Lakers side of things, like, you know, you could play LeBron, you could play Anthony Davis. <laughs> Anthony Davis could have 25 rebounds in this game. All of the all the anyone anyone over six foot six could have twenty five rebounds this game, <laughs> like, right? I mean, the the Rockets. I mean, in the last in the game that they played, the Elias Bureau said it was the shortest uh, a team has played <laughs> since nineteen sixty three. Okay, <laughs> to put things into perspective, so yeah, that's so crazy. So, like, why wouldn't why wouldn't I want to play? I mean, I could play Howard. I could play McGee. But I mean, Davis under ten. I'd rather play Davis at ninety seven hundred than Dame at ten thousand. So I prioritize Anthony Davis. I'd rather play LeBron James at ten four. I think the matchup against the Rockets is better. So I mean, I don't even need a Houston guy. I mean, I could just play. I could play both of them even on this slate. Well, maybe not because if you put both of them in, that means you're going to be playing like the entire Bulls bench, and that's not going to go well for you. But I mean, I mean, you, I mean, you can if you want to take a shot on Rondo, Danny Green, KCP. I mean, you can. But I mean, typically with the Lakers, it's LeBron, it's AD, and then it's, eh. it's a, it's a good KCP spot. So who knows? Um, on paper, anyway. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, give me your favorite play, under 5K to 7X. Under oh, – on this slate? Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> oh, look at these choices. Under 5K. Can, can, can I punt? Can I just say no one? Uh, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Chandler Hutchinson. What was the odds that both of us were going to take a Bulls guy? It had to be pretty high, high, right? I'm going to go with Kobe White. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Lillard. That's easy. <laughs> oh, man. Rest in peace, Blender's money today. Um, I'm going to go with Ben Simmons. I could see Simmons getting there, but I also feel like he has a low probability or lowest of the group in this range today. Um, favorite six X play. Who do you got? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to bet on the minutes. Deontay Murray. Oh man. I really want to take Lillard here. (laughs) Really? You're going to take that high price of a player for this question? Uh no, I'm gonna. I was just saying, like, just to just to mess with you, I wanted to take Lillard. Um, there's somebody that I really like today. Oh, Lamarcus Aldridge, LMA. Yeah, you you, oh. may, you you your money may be bye bye. Yeah, well, it was the other night, that's for sure. Um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? The weird one. What would be? I mean, a weird on the slate would be someone that. <laughs> what would be weird? Uh. Jeez. 
How many minutes has Lonnie Walker been getting? <laughs> Not all that many. Uh, yeah, give, give me Lonnie Walker. That's weird. Is that weird enough? Yeah, that's weird enough. Um, I'm going to go with Swagman. Swanigan. Swan, Swagman, man. Swagman, okay. I know, I know what his name is. I, <laughs> I see his name's just better when it's Swagman. <laughs> there are guys at the bottom of this pool I've never heard of. Uh, those are the guys that are going to go off on this slate. Uh, if you haven't been paying attention, who's uh, Horton Tucker? Who who's plays for the Lakers? Horton Tucker. Uh, that's an interesting one. Uh, game selection question: What's standing out to you? Cash games, tournaments, anything that's standing out to you today? Uh, well, if I'm not playing Lillard, probably I'm going to be in the bottom of GPPs, potentially. Let's see. What, what, what game selection question could I possibly give? I'm looking at my current slate. Okay, I'm, I'm doing pretty, pretty well. Uh, one suggestion. I always, I, always give a, I always give a tip instead of like a selection. Uh, if you're going to play uh, lower... Feel like smaller field GPPs like that that forty dollar single entry that I know Stevie likes a lot, uh, which typically is around twelve hundred entries. Instead of if you're an MME player, for instance, if you're building a lot of lineups, this is what I typically do. That's why some people look at my forty dollar single entry lineup and go, "Wow, you got pretty weird." Uh, the reason why I tend to go weird in those single entry contests is because the ownership gets much more condensed. Most people will basically make a cash type lineup and then pivot like in one or two spots. Me, what I tend to do is that if I'm building, let's say, 75 lineups for today, which they could be in multiple content. I mean, some for the 20 max, some for the big $15 GPP. What I typically do is the, ent- the entry that goes in to that $40 single entry or the $12 single entry is essentially my highest projected GPP lineup that I make in my build. And because I'm building all my lineups for leverage, with you know, so it doesn't have a certain ownership, like it's not going to be a it's gonna be a chalkier lineup, but it's not gonna be one of those, you know, chalk and then some pivots. It, it may have a four percent owned guy. It may have two eight percent owned guys. And if you get one of them right and they go off. You could potentially win. You could win a twelve hundred person tournament just with that, and everyone getting just value in general. So, if you are a multi entry player and you want to, and, and unless you're hand building, I'm just saying what I tend to do, and maybe you should try it out a little bit more. There you go. Um, I typically in the forty dollars single entry will run an optimal lineup and switch one or two things. So say that's exactly. I'm taking advantage. I'm not saying that you're doing anything wrong. No, nope. so many people do that. So I'll take advantage. There you go. Um, I think this is an excellent slate to check out tiers. So when I was looking at this slate ahead of time, there is a three dollar three entry max tiers contest over there on DraftKings today. It pays out twenty two percent. Top tens getting thirty two percent. Somebody is going to potentially turn $3 into 500 bucks, which doesn't sound like a ton, but if you're a small bankroll player, that's a nice little bump. Maybe you're not liking what you're seeing value-wise today. There's What I really like about the tiers contest today, um, that tier six is wide open and could really change on injury news. And I could see Thaddeus Young being like ultra chalk 
on in that tier. So I think tier contests today um, are a ton of fun if you want to be different. Uh, so check out that $3, three-entry max tiers contest over there on DraftKings um, if you're not liking what you're seeing when you're building your salary cap lineups today. Because, like, even tier one, you're deciding if you're playing Harden, Giannis, LeBron, or Lillard, and, like, that could be the difference maker in itself. So check them out. Um, I, I, do this as a, I do think this is a great slate to check it out. So um, what's your favorite over-under today or against the spread? Uh, over-under. I, since I don't even check out what the spreads and totals are, let's see what type of weird player prop. Uh, let's see. Uh, who will have – okay, who – okay, let, let's make this interesting. Who will have more – okay, who will have the least? Ben Simmons mid-range shots or P.J. Tucker rebounds against the Lakers front court or Simmons against the Bucks. I'll go Simmons. Have less mid-range? Yep. You can't count the layups. You can't count the layups and through the lane. Just mid-range. I mean, obviously, it's not three-pointers because he's, he's not shooting. I'll go Simmons. Okay. Um. All right. I got, I got sharp side open, and I've gotten my lock bet the last two days. We took Cleveland um, plus 11.5 yesterday. That total ended up getting uh, – the spread ended up getting to Cleveland plus 13.5. So, if you waited, it didn't matter because either way it hit. Um, Cleveland stayed close in that game. So, I'm going to go with the over in the San Antonio-Portland game today at 231.5 um, or 231. It's currently at 231. So I'm going to take the over in that game as my lock bet today, try to get it to three in a row here. Um, and, yeah, it's going to wrap us up. Blender, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nope. I'm always in the Discord. Premium members. If you, I know this is a free podcast, but if you sign up for Roto-Grinders Premium, rotogrinders.com slash premium, uh, we're uh, we're always uh, talking strategy and then uh, then tilting our faces off for four or five hours uh, when uh, when Andrew Wiggins can't make a shot. <laughs> yeah, Discord is so hard to keep up with once the game starts. I like Discord throughout the day. Um, I'll use it throughout the day. Got the NASCAR chat set up uh, today, so um, that's ready to go. But yeah, I like Discord until the game starts. I can't. Right, I can't once the game starts, it's like <laughs> it's, it's like. Uh, it's like uh, the Normandy invade. The people are dropping. People this is the worst thing in the world, right? Is this guy dead? I mean, PJ Tucker the other night had like zero points through seven minutes, and people are are signing over their wills and their their <laughs> coffins and everything. And he comes back and he does fine. So I mean, but that's that's if you're used to that, I'm used to that. I'm used to everything's dead or everything's oh no whatever no cat Drummond, and then he ends with like 37 points, and then it's like, well, what happened to that? But it's fun. So join us. All right, that's going to wrap it up. I hope everyone has an awesome Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.